Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, and it's great to visit with the new head football coach at the University of Missouri, Eli Drinkwitz, on Carricker and Smallman. First time that we've had an opportunity to get Coach on the radio, and he's on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Coach Drink, great to have you with us on the air here in St. Louis. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. It's always good to be on the airways in St. Louis and uh, just preaching the message of Mizzou football. Thank you for letting me be on here with you. Coach, speaking of the message of Mizzou football, anytime you go to a new job or a new program, you learn about that institution's history and their traditions. So I want to know what's the one thing or maybe one of your favorite things that you have learned about Mizzou as a program and as a university in your time as their head coach? Well, I mean, there's just a, uh, there's a lot of those. Uh, but I think the funnest thing for me, and this is kind of a, a sappy deal, but my, my two-year-old loves to hear the fight song. And she loves to say Mizzou rock, Mizzou rock. <laughs> and so uh, just seeing that kind of stuff is what, what makes it exciting. Obviously, you got Truman. You've got the great history of uh, Don Farrow. And, and you've got the great history of Gary Pinkle. And, you know, watching the uh, Chase Chats reunion the other day with, with Chase Daniel and, and uh, you know, Jeremy Macklin and all those guys that, that really put Mizzou on the map from a national standpoint in the early 2000s. Uh, you know, all those things – when they come back, you know, you see them from afar, but when you're in the middle of it now and you see how much excitement and energy it brought and, and what we're trying to get back to, it gets you excited about the task at hand. Coach, you mentioned Chase Daniel. You've got Chase Daniel, Blaine Gabbert, Brad Smith, now Drew Locke. Mizzou has really produced a lot of NFL talent at quarterback. I mean, even those earlier teams that you were mentioning, a lot of NFL talent, period. And it seems like Mizzou does not get enough love nationally for producing quarterbacks that are NFL caliber. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, obviously we've got four NFL. We have three NFL current quarterbacks on rosters and and, – Obviously, Brad Smith had a great role in his in the league for the things that he accomplished. So, you know, I think there was an article, um, I think it was maybe a couple of months ago, about, about you know, QBU, and, and Mizzou was ranked in that. Um, but I don't think there's, you know, I, we just have to continue to do a great job of putting a great product on the field that gains national reputation. Uh, reputation. And for me, my job is to, recruit the state of Missouri in order to do that. You know, 26 of the 41 draft picks since the year 2000 from Mizzou have come from this state. And the guys you mentioned, obviously Blaine Gabbert, Marcus Golden, Jeremy Macklin, those guys are St. Louis guys, you know. And so uh, our task, our job right now as as a coaching staff and as a recruiting staff and as a university is to get to St. Louis, shut down those borders. We even like East St. Louis. We want those guys to um, and we got to get them to come play for Mizzou because when we do that, that's when Mizzou is at its best. Eli Drinkwitz, the head coach at Mizzou, with us on 101 ESPN. And obviously, these are unusual times in regards to recruiting. But how, how do you feel the start went from the day you were hired to the day that we were all sent into quarantine? How, how are things going here in St. Louis and across the straight state in Kansas City too? Yeah, I mean, I think it's. It's going as well as expected. Um, obviously, I knew that when we got in here, the number one thing for me was to present a clear message um, to our to the entire spirit of Mizzou. And for me, the spirit of Mizzou is St. Louis, Kansas City, and rural Missouri. 
and we've got to unite all of those all of those people in the same message that the flagship university needs to establish itself as the dominant you know monster of the Midwest, as you might say. You know, we have a great brand. We're backed up by the best conference in college football in an area that doesn't have that same type of uh, backing. You know, and so we've got to make hay in our area and. Uh, I think it's going really well. You know, our players, obviously, that's that's what you miss. You miss the, the camaraderie and, and um, the practices with your guys. But we're trying to do the very best we can with Zoom. And I, I will say this, you know, I used to uh, make fun of all these, the gamers or the kids because they're <laughs> always on their games. But now that's how we all communicate, basically, it's virtually. So maybe they were ahead of the time. <laughs> exactly. Coach, you mentioned Gary Pinkle earlier, and obviously he's still around the campus. What sort of information, what sort of insight have you gotten from Gary that has helped you out early on in having this job? Well, you know, for me, it was, uh, you know, he's been really good as far as being able to talk about programs and, and different strategies that he had in recruiting and different ways that he looked at players. Obviously, he did an outstanding job recruiting. Um and obviously, he's the, the winningest coach in Mizzou football history. So I have a lot of tremendous amount of respect for him and the job he did. Um, and so, you know, anytime you can get information or wisdom, uh, I think it's, it's imperative that you do that. But I've also done that, you know, there's other people, too, that, that have been able to be extremely helpful for me uh, to gather information on what best way to continue to build Mizzou. I mean, Demetrius Johnson has been unbelievable for me. Uh, you know, I know Demetrius is very active in the St. Louis community, and he's been great in helping me get uh, connected. You know, Howard Richards has been tremendous. Uh, there's been high school football coaches that have been outstanding in, in, in making sure that I know the lay of the land and how the bet, you know, what's the best way and how do I bridge the gap between uh, what's happened in the past and where we're going in the future. Coach, you mentioned connecting with your players and your team via Zoom, and that's how you guys communicate. But when you think about a college football player and their life, a lot of it's very regimented. A lot of it's scheduled, and they have to follow a certain flow to their day. Has that been difficult for you and your staff to connect with the players and make sure that they're following the things that you had set in place for them? Or And conversely, has it been difficult, if you've spoken to players about it, for them under these circumstances to be able to follow that schedule? Yeah, I mean, it's been extremely difficult. Everybody is, you know, they're 18 to 22-year-old men who are having the opportunity when they're in college football to have structure and discipline around their lives to help them achieve what they want to achieve. They're not professionals yet as much as everybody wants to try to make them that. Um, The reality of it is they're still longing and needing and wanting that training. Now, with the uh, the NCAA and SEC restrictions on it, we're only able to provide information on what they should be doing in order to train, but we don't have the ability to check on them or, or ask them. We can't ask them, did you get a workout today? That's, that's just not, that's not within the rules. So we have to trust that they're disciplined and like-minded. And, you know, we tell these guys a lot, you really don't have a choice. Uh, It takes what it takes to be successful. It takes what it takes to be great. And there's really not a choice in the matter. And that's, there's this illusion out there that we have all these choices in life. Well, I get to choose to go to bed or, uh, late, and I get to choose to eat McDonald's quarter pounder instead of uh, the food that's healthy. But if you're truly trying to be an elite football player, if you're truly trying to help us win the SEC East in a bowl game with class integrity and academic excellence, there really is no choice. Have uh, you, you have to do these things. Yeah. H- have you made the choice for the quarter pounder lately? 
<laughs> no, I'm actually on a diet. Uh, you know, I've, I've made I've made a lot of choices at Andy's Custard, and uh, I've I've decided that I, I'm personally on a diet, and I'm one of these weird guys that just wants to try his own stuff. So I'm on a I'm on a unique diet this week, and we're gonna we're gonna get some weight loss. We're gonna cut some weight this week. Okay, tell us about this unique diet. What are we doing? Now, I got, well, okay, I'm, I'm going oatmeal diet. Uh, yeah, I've decided you know, I like oatmeal. And you can have it, you know, with different kinds of fruits and stuff. So this week, it's an oatmeal diet. Yeah, I don't know why, but that's what I'm going with this week. Sounds delicious. It sounds like you can really, <laughs> really shake it up with, with different toppings there, Coach. You can. I mean, you can. You've got maple brown sugar. you got apple spice. you got cinnamon spice. You can add different kinds of fruits into it. Uh, but when I was thinking about it, I've been on keto before, and I really like it. But, you know, keto gets a little bit too heavy on the fats. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just try something different. I'm I'm doing no sugar, uh, no no Andy's custard, uh, <laughs> and no late night runs to the cookie bin in the house. So we're trying to lock down and uh, you know get get ourselves ready and get ourselves in shape. Coach, there's a lot of Tigers fans listening that might be in the same situation where they've gone to the the cupboard or the or the custard stop one too many times. And I think you might have started a trend. I might I think we might see a lot of people out there doing the oatmeal <laughs> diet and attribute it to you. Well, we'll see. I'm gonna let y'all know. You know, you can call. Let's touch base next week. I'll let you know how it's gone. Uh, you know, it started out with a with a bang. I've enjoyed it. You know, I, I have my little oatmeal square in the morning, and I have at night. I have my two packs and, and uh, blackberries last night, strawberries the night before. So I feel pretty good about where it's going. But but we'll see. Hey, there's a coach that's done pretty well with oatmeal oatmeal cream pies for breakfast. I uh, never heard of it. Saban has two for breakfast. Uh, little Debbie at, uh, oatmeal cream pies, two for breakfast every single morning. Yeah, we're talking about Mizzou football, man. You take that Alabama stuff down there to, to Birmingham, man. We're, we're talking about the Tigers. All right. <laughs> so, That's right, Coach. We're talking we're... about oatmeal cream pies. That's, that's got artificial sugars. That's not on my diet. Yeah, we're trying to be healthy, Randy, okay? Yeah, come on, Randy. What, what are you trying to do sneaking in? A, we're in the same league, dadgummit. All right, crud. We're recruiting the same players. All yes. right. Coach, you got to yeah. watch Randy, okay? He'll do this. He's, yeah. he's, he's tricky what, that is way. Is he a yeah. Was that a shot? Because I coached it all. Auburn before, man. Come on, man. I was gonna, we ain't talking about oatmeal cream pies. We can talk about little Debbie's. We can talk about honey buns. We can talk about brownies. We can talk about Swiss cake rolls. We can talk about anything you want, but we're not talking about oatmeal cream pies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, this is an oatmeal cream pie free zone. That's actually a tough, yeah. tough phrase to say. But, Coach, you know, normally your days are probably packed from sunup to sundown. I'm sure that that's no different during quarantine, but you may have found your, your schedule having, you know, a little peaks and valleys here and there where you might have a little bit more free time. Have you picked up any new hobbies? I don't know if you have time for it or maybe watched a show that you normally wouldn't have time for. Has anything new happened during quarantine? Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. I don't have a lot of hobbies. I've got four daughters, 10, 7, 2, and 7 months. So my hobbies are taking care of them and and helping them and trying to reconnect and be the best father I can be. Now, with that being said, they have a strict 9 o'clock bedtime uh, that's my two oldest. My other ones go to bed at 7.30 and 8, respectively. But with that being said, I've been able to catch up on some Netflix, you know, and I don't know if we want to get into conspiracies and all this different stuff, but you know, I have seen Tiger King. It was, it was really sad. It started out kind of intriguing, and then it just got really sad. And then I watched Waco, and, uh, you know, that was an interesting show for sure. Uh, and then and then I watched Jerry Seinfeld's, you know, 23 Hours to Kill, and, and I thought all three of those were pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Pretty good.
Well, Coach, hopefully, um, since Tiger King was the kind of the quarantine trend, everyone watched it. I think that you just, as as Mizzou, you need to take the Tiger King name and brand and rebrand it into something positive. Well, if we win, we will. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the, that's the plan. We got, but we got to win first, and in order to win, we got to recruit great players, and we got to establish a culture that's conducive to winning and. All those things are what we're working on every single day. Well, Coach, it's great to hear your voice, and we will check back in for the oatmeal diet. None of that other stuff, just the oatmeal diet. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see how that's going. And it's great to learn a little bit about you, hear that things are going well, and uh, we love having you on the show. Hopefully we can do it often. Yeah, I mean, Fred, all you got to do is send an invitation. I mean, it's not like I'm hard to get a hold of. What have <laughs> y'all been waiting on? <laughs> You're in, my man. We appreciate it. All right, y'all have a great day. You too. Take care.